welcome to talc teaching and learning consultation skills this is the talc talks podcast helping everyone who sees patients to improve their consultation skills to get better outcomes and this approach can even increase your job satisfaction This podcast is part of the module called Talc Skills for Effective Information Gathering. And this particular chapter is focusing on the question of how we listen effectively. It's called Simple Steps to Powerful Listening, Part 1, Storytelling for Attention and to Improve Your Memory. It's quite common nowadays for clinicians learning about consultation skills to murmur statements about the golden minute and not interrupting patients at the start of consultations. Yet when experienced clinicians observe those in training, it's all too common to notice two related phenomena. Firstly, that the patient is faced with many closed questions. And secondly, that information that the patient had already given is asked for again, sometimes repeatedly. This might be because the clinician did not hear the information the first time, has forgotten it, or maybe didn't appreciate its importance. These failures of accurate listening may mean that the clinician misses important clues or cues about the problem. Before anyone can understand, interpret, or respond to a communication, it's vital to actually hear it and remember it. This includes remembering exact words or phrases, because these are often full of significance. For example, my horrible boss said has quite a different meaning to somebody saying my lovely boss said, and even to my actual boss said, which means something else again. Attentive listening and remembering can yield very important clinical information too. Let's compare these two statements. The knee pain means I cannot even cycle now with Another statement, the knee pain means I can only cycle 40 or 50 miles now, and the knee pain only comes on when I cycle up a very steep hill. There is clinically useful information in each of those statements, which can easily be lost if the clinician is very busy thinking about what question to ask next, or forgets what had been said because they're not paying really close attention. Remembering exactly what is said requires attentive listening, undisturbed by inner thoughts of what question to ask next. The clinician also requires a trained short-term memory to retain what has been said so that that can inform later parts of the consultation. Both of these are actually learnable skills. And in this chapter, I'm going to describe a memory training exercise to highlight these skills so that they can be applied and practiced in consultations regularly. I think it's useful to do this exercise collaboratively. It's actually more fun if you do it in a group, but you can actually do it one-to-one as well. This exercise is part of a context of the whole process of listening, which includes several stages. First, you have to develop rapport. Then you have to hear what somebody says. You have to understand it, remember it, interpret it, evaluate it. And only after those processes Can you really respond in a sensible and effective way? In the context of a whole programme of consultation skills learning, the educator can put this exercise in to develop the twin skills of open, attentive listening and remembering what has been said. The aim is quite simple. All the participants are going to join together to tell a story by taking turns. The first person is given a token or talking stick 
any small object will do, for example, a small tennis ball or something. The person with that token is asked to begin by saying once upon a time and to say one sentence ending with the phrase and then. At that point, they will throw the token randomly to another member of the group. The next speaker has to repeat exactly what the first speaker said without any approximations or paraphrases and then adds another sentence to their story, ending their contribution with and then. Then they throw the talking stick or the ball to another random member of the group and so on. The reason for using a random order is this means that everyone has to listen all the time as they may be the next person to speak. And this is so that everyone in the group is effectively participating and practicing their memory all through the exercise. If the speaker just turns to the person next to them, other people only have to listen when they know it's their turn. Ask the listeners in the whole group to listen for any inaccuracies or discrepancies. And if they detect them, they can raise their hands and say the correct phrase. Educators might need to do a few practice runs first so that everybody gets the idea. Then see how many speakers can contribute to the story before memory breaks down. Do the storytelling exercise more than once and ask participants to experiment with different approaches. Do you think you could remember more if you're thinking about what you're going to say yourself or if you remain completely open? What about if you form a visual image in your mind of what's being said or if you develop an auditory memory? What works for each individual? This kind of memory is actually trainable. I've noticed that experienced GPs typically remember more and far more accurately what has been said than inexperienced clinicians. This follows from developing the skill of paying very close attention to what is being said. At the end, it's worth exploring the importance of really hearing and remembering what is said. William Osler, who was one of the most famous of the modern physicians, said, listen to the patient, he's telling you the diagnosis. And even in this day and age when we have lots of tests and investigations, a careful history is still by far the most discriminating clinical tool. This can be another opportunity for us all to reflect on the problems that arise if clinicians just use the time when the patient is speaking to plan their own next question rather than to attend to what the patient is really saying. You might want to follow this exercise by thinking about simple steps to powerful listening too. How can video stop start help you to hear in three dimensions? This podcast was brought to you by NHS Professional Educators, making training available to all.